This is As A Late Podcast. It's your boy Titus and Well, Well, Well. We on? got Wells up in the building, baby. We on? made it. Oh, we, we here, man. <laughs> we here, yeah. baby. Long overdue, man. I'm excited, though, man. Yeah, man. I'm excited to have you, man. It's well overdue. We got the scheduling right, man. Mm-hmm. Shout out. Shout out to, um, what's my boy's name? Alec? Mm-hmm. I don't want to say, I don't want to say his name. Yeah, but Alec. You, um, you got it, right? Alec. All right. Yep. Shout out to Alec, man. He been, he been, we've been DMing for a minute back and forth. Shout out to the mastermind. You feel yeah, me? man. Yep. He's a, he's a master at work himself doing his thing. And, uh, you know, he's. I tell him he's upside, uh, he's uh, inside, outside, everywhere, man. He all around the place, man. Real, man. He's in Nigeria right now, man, working with um, one of our producers who uh, who worked on the Black Panther album. I seen that. Yeah. I be I be peeping what he uh, puts on his story, mm-hmm. and uh, he shouted that dude out, which is a hell of an accomplishment. Mm-hmm. And um, I was just telling him, you know, complimenting him and you on just the camaraderie. But knowing when to turn it on and turn off when it comes to business, because mm-hmm. I was like, he's done some like me and him been talking outside of the scenes for a minute yeah. and just his punctuality on things and just yeah. him just making sure and double checking. Mm-hmm. I ain't met no, you know, I know some managers out here, but mm-hmm. that's a manager to have. Like, shout yeah. out to him. And the, the crazy thing about it is he's not even a manager. What? That's the funny thing about it. Is I thought he was your manager, nah, bro. We just partners. It's just like Immaculate Taste is, is this creative agency slash label that houses well. And we just partner really yeah. wow yeah, that's yeah. crazy but it's just a testament to how we do things like we try to be like we just want to do good business be punctual and just change the stigma around you know what comes with entertainers that are in the industry you know what i'm saying like mm. being late trying to you know being on time and being punctual actually answering emails not leaving niggas on scene even if it's yeah. not something we want to do you know so, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah he definitely made me step my game up to where it's like um because that used to be for me um, not necessarily getting back to people, but just mm-hmm. making sure that I handle my end correctly. Because I would I would get back to people, but it may be like two days later. Mm-hmm. Or it might be um, at a later time to where like then I get to them too late and then I miss an opportunity. Yeah. You know, uh, it's the old saying, um, if you stay ready, uh, you don't have to get ready. Exactly. And so, shout out to him. Shout out to <laughs> <For> him. <laughs> That's where I get it from, man. Shout yeah, out to man. my man. Shout out to him because he's really in a in a... In a situation now where I'm thinking he's a manager, he's more of like what what I would consider him more in the TDE of like what's my guy's name who's running that uh, punch um, punch in a sense. Yeah, I know? mean, dude, like I, I, he's the unsung hero a lot of the times. You know what I mean? Like he just he gets everything done. He could do whatever. Like even when it comes down to like my photo, some photos you see from me, he'll mm-hmm. shoot them. You know what I mean? Even just some direction on videos, he'll he'll give that. Like he's just he gets it done. He's a getter dunner. That's what Word. I call it. <laughs> get it done. Get it done, baby. Me? That's what's up. How did you guys meet and, and how did even like Immaculate get to the level that it is now? How oh, did man. that idea come together? That's my older cousin. Word, uh, dang. Yeah, so So you Nigerian then. Huh? No, I'm no, I'm not. We're actually Congolese. Oh, We're not Nigerian. Okay. Yeah, you feel me? That's what's up. Um, so, uh, how did we start, man? It, uh, it just look, man. He's always believed in me and anything that I've ever wanted to do. And um, I was like, what, eighteen at the no, seventeen at the time. Um, didn't have a place to stay. You know what mm. I mean? Trying to figure out what I was gonna do. I was, bro, like two steps away from going to the army. Mm. So I call him, and he's like, um, "Bro, if if you gonna go to the army, at least, bro, give rapping a shot. You know, you 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 had some talent when you were like eleven or ten. Yeah, you should try it now. Do it like do two years, and if you know you don't like where you at, you can go to the army. And mm-hmm. I, we did it two years, and 
fast forward, we just never looked back. I never had time to go back to the army. So yeah. um, that's kind of where, you know, the idea started was, you know, through getting our music out and, you know, mm-hmm. with him having the know how just just the industry a little bit. You know, we just thought it was best to start a label, like have our own house to eventually give other people the platform. You know mm. what I mean? So that's how yeah, that's how we started Mac Taste. Word, bro. That's fucking awesome, man. Yeah. That's that's awesome that that came together like that. And it's even more cooler that his family. Mm-hmm. It's you know, uh, it's... it started with me, him, and his little brother Mike. So, yeah. mm. so if you met me earlier in my career, a lot of the correspondence was with Mike. Mm. Okay, that's what's up. Does he have dreadlocks? Yeah, Mike got dreadlocks. Mike the curator. Okay, oh, yeah, so I was yeah. I was about to say I that, I think it's um I think I know who you're talking about, but yeah, yeah. now that you said Mike the curator, yeah. yeah, piecing everything together, man, piecing everything together. Yeah. I remember it's a it's a verse and um that I still got on on my four mix right now when it comes to coming to the gym, the ninety nine juvie, <laughs> and um, for real, man, that thing's like it, it gets me pumped when I'm in the gym. Yeah, but um. It's a ver- it makes sense now because you you talk about in that in that song, really in a sense of just having a different and I'm I'm not I'm not gonna butcher your lyrics mm-hmm. but having a different mindset of as opposed to your typical American artist because of you coming from overseas coming from that kind mm-hmm. of that background yeah. um, does that is that I should say the reason why you guys are one step in the head where I feel like it came to in the sense of trying to um, reach a international type of vibe, like a type of crowd, mm-hmm. um, because I feel like, and you know, you can, people can quote me on this when it comes to the podcast. Like for me, I'm born and raised here. Like mm-hmm. I've seen you guys like do what you guys do for a minute. Like mm-hmm. shout out to all you guys. You guys are legends in my book. Oh, and so dealing with that, I was telling people when it came to um, because for Charlotte for a while we we had that mentality, and a lot of OGs have said this. Like one of my biggest mistakes, like an OG, I. We will name nameless, but he was like, one of my biggest mistakes was I wanted the industry to come to me. Mm-hmm. He was like, and we were so hot. We were so on fire. He was like, I was just like, these niggas better come to me. Like, mm-hmm. like, like we, we from the phone, nigga, just come yep. to us. And he was like, that was my biggest mistake. He was like, if I could take back anything, it would be that I would have did more of the touring. I would have mm-hmm. did more of what the footwork should have been done. Yeah. And I compliment people like yourself. I bring you in the conversation. I bring De Niro in the conversation because for me, Around my age gap, you guys were the first ones for us to let us see that it could be done in this in the realm of not just getting getting a legit business in music, being in the music business, not doing it just in your basement no more, mm-hmm. but traveling, you know, yeah. actually doing tours and, you know, going mm-hmm. from spot to spot. Bro, I'm thankful, man. Like rap, like, bro, I didn't leave Charlotte before I started doing music. Like, mm. you know, I mean, the occasional family trip here and there every summer, but like yeah. rap really allowed me to, to see the world, bro. Like... Mm. And I think, I think just going back to your point, like I think what helped us was the fact that we we were African. Like mm. you know, we we just looked at things a little differently. You know what I mean? We just our approach to just life in itself is just different. So yeah, you know, being in a like being African in Charlotte, you know, for a minute there it wasn't cool to be African, right? So mm-hmm. you yeah. know, so I remember that it kind of you know kind of forced you to go out and you know want to see other like where is it to be like where can I be cool? Mm-hmm. I got so I think that that's kind of one of the reasons why we I don't know have such a big reach I guess you yeah. Know? Mm-hmm. I just had to fix this. Oh. <laughs> My fault. Yeah. But yeah, I think that's why we got a big reach. Mm-hmm. It makes sense. And I remember that because um, 
it is so glorified, and, and this the people who are truly African, it's always been glorified in their family. Mm-hmm. But even growing up, like back in the day, because I'm an 80s baby, and um, you know, that used to be picked on, like back mm-hmm. in the day, like, oh, like African booty scratcher yeah. and stuff like that. <laughs> like kids used to get that were African or yeah. from like, you know, anywhere, anywhere. other than the U.S., like mm-hmm. Island, West, yeah. in, like West Indian. Yeah. Like they used to get picked on. Now, like you're getting like a renaissance of that being glorified, which mm-hmm. I feel like is beautiful. Yeah, it is. It's a beautiful thing. It's, it's, it's it's beautiful, bro, to see people, you know, take that step further or closer to their ancestry. It's beautiful, mm-hmm. like, being able to, like, watch the reconnection happen. So, you know, I'm all for, you know, Afro beats dominating the airwaves here. I love it. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Reminds me of, you know, being at my aunt's crib. You know? Word. Yeah. And it's a beautiful market to be a part of. I mean, like, not just when it comes to uh, collabing with different artists. The bag is definitely there. Mm-hmm. It's, it's definitely an international outlet. And it's, yeah. it's beautiful to see people like that finally just get their just due because it's been out for years. You know, it's, yeah. been, it's been doing its thing for years. And to be like, and, it, and it's also a blessing for us to just even be one of, I'd say one of the people responsible for Afro raps being as big as it is now. Like, mm. you know, shout out, like shout out to Alec for his amazing work that he did. I don't know if you're familiar with the artist Santi, mm-hmm. but yeah, for his work that he did with Santi. Like, I don't, I'm not, he would Santi wouldn't be on Love Renaissance if it wasn't for what Alec did. Mm, you know what yeah. I mean? But that's a, that's another story for another day. Mm-hmm, you know yeah. what I'm saying? But I told Alec I got to get him on here himself oh, because I was like, that's that's another interview in his hey, own. Bro. You know, dealing with this stuff. That. <laughs> <laughs> hey, bro, he got some stories, man. We're going to yeah. write a book, dog. It's mm-hmm. going to be crazy. But, yeah, I mean, it's just, a, like, I don't know, it's just a blessing to be able to have your finger on the pulse mm-hmm. and watch it and, you know, watch it become what it is, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Does it is it in a sense because I feel like in in your eyes this is something that you have been really in that field for a minute. You've mm-hmm. been one of those when you talked about like before we got on air in a sense of like there's not that next um like superstar in a sense. Yeah. And and when you define that that's someone that crosses over genre. You've been doing that for a dumb long time. Yeah. Like, you I mean- ain't- Trust me, dog. Give give my boy his flowers, man. I be be trying to tell niggas, man. Like I I look at I look at music like a sport, right? You know, Mm -hmm. if if you look at basketball, you know, the best player isn't necessarily the best at one thing. Mm. He's really good at a lot of different things. And if you go through my track history, if you look at my catalog, I don't think there's not a sound I haven't been able to do yet, Mm -hmm. and being able to do at a high level. You know what I'm saying? So Mm -hmm. I guess shameless plug. You feel me? Mm -hmm. But but also, it just comes from like, bro, just different influences. Being African and being in America, like, mm-hmm. just that cross of cultures manifested itself in liking different types of music. And like, bro, if I have to do the same song over and over and over again, this shit gonna get boring, bro. Yeah, like it's yeah. like it's easy to get to get bored with this shit. Yeah, it can be. It can be creatively, mm-hmm. and then you being the artist that you are, I feel like that's why you're able to um, almost go in so many different avenues because as an artist. Um, you want to continue to try to challenge yourself creatively. Exactly. You don't have to. Mm-hmm. Some artists, you know, they got their meat potatoes. That's what they're going to do. We yeah. in the trap scene. We gonna, we getting paid yeah. off trap. We doing trap, which I for respect. For me, it's just like music for me is truly like my diary, bro. So it's mm-hmm. like it's it's more of like a, a coping mechanism. So like every day I'm not fun. I'm not going to feel like that nigga every single day, bro. It's impossible. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Some days I'm going to feel insecure. I'm going to feel sad or I'm going to fuck, I want to you put on some goddamn Alina Morissette or whatever the fuck, you know what I mean? Or, yeah. Like, it's just, I don't know, I feel like, for me, my music is supposed to show my life. 
Like, if you hear my songs, I want you to know that, okay, this is what he was going through in this period. Oh, this is a period that he was, you know, in love or whatever the fuck. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, yeah man, I just try to, I, I try to be as transparent as I can with the music, you mm -hmm. know? Yeah, and and it pays off because then you got you got fans like myself who um, relate to it. You know, you got a generation of cats that really relate to you because, as you said, it's 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 already emotional being a human being as there is, mm -hmm. and you tap into a market to where um, you're actually able to express that. Mm -hmm. I feel like a lot of artists want to jump into avenues like that, but they're afraid because of like what they are being known for. Mm -hmm. Like I was just talking to my brother about Juicy J in the sense of like. He was like, um, he made a joke about Juicy J because we seen that he just came out with a new album. Mm -hmm. He was like, Juicy J still rapping about this shit. And I was like, <laughs> I yeah. was like, that's that's what they're selling him on. Yeah. I was like, he's been making that much money off of it, and now it's to a point where that's what they identify him as. They don't want him to do anything. Yes, yeah, exactly. I mean, and so, that's kind of you know, I, I wish if you know if he probably would have you know been his true authentic self there would probably been other styles of music that he could have gotten away with you know mm -hmm. what i mean it's just all about how you come in the game like yeah guy really like I mean, i've just given different sounds this entire time so it's like i don't think anybody knows what to expect so whatever you get is just oh, okay cool like this is what he's on now mm -hmm. yeah yeah i completely agree we we as fans just go along with the motion of it truly like at the end of the day like and and like i think that as um as an artist that's kind of one of our uh, our biggest um attributes are the biggest thing that like that helps us it can help or hurt us like because we're truly creating this world and mm. and as a listener you don't really you don't have control over where it goes you're just along for the ride so it's mm. you as an artist it's up to you to kind of you know you get to curate that person's that person's ride and i just wish you know a lot of niggas took that a little more seriously yeah you know? that which leads me to my next question i was going to ask um um the sense of responsibility mm -hmm. um how how do how do you feel in that? Um, is that why you take where well, I feel like um, that's why you take it so seriously? Because mm -hmm. this this is your life. This is transparency um, that a lot of artists are not doing. And when you're putting your life out there, you know it's something that's dear to your heart. Yeah, I mean, for me, it's just kind of like where else would I like? How else would I vent? Mm. You know what I mean? That's kind of how I look at it. And I, De Niro actually told me something uh, a minute ago. Like I was, bro, I was this close to quitting music. Mm. Like very very close, and then he told me like, bro, you kind of have a responsibility at this point to continue to create because even if you've made one or two or three fans, they're looking for you for that support. Somebody mm -hmm. finds yeah. some substance or something good in your music, so you kind of have that responsibility. I know you might be, you know, it might be tough right now, but use the music as an as an outlet, yeah. as an outlet for you to get through these tough times. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? So yeah, I just kind of it just stuck with me so i just yeah i take i take my music very very seriously yeah. what i decide to put out and what i decide to say very very seriously word word as you should yeah. you go to therapy no bro i haven't uh i probably should do it you know what i'm saying i'm looking into it but you know as a black man finding a good therapist is it's a little difficult so if, it can be if you know if you got any plugs holla at me yeah for sure for sure i just started going to it this year and um it's been because I felt like I was reaching a point where, um, and I get this with a lot of artists, not even just like um, mm -hmm. musicians, but artists where it comes to all different artists, where it's fashion, whatever. Yeah. Um, sometimes they use their their passion as their therapy. Mm -hmm. And I got to a point where I felt like it was oozing over too much into it. Yep. And so um, 
my sister is the one that actually put me on it. it was just like maybe you should get someone to where you can leave that in that room mm-hmm. and and keep it there yeah um and i kind of was fighting it because i was like it was almost like someone who had been smoking weed for years and they got high yeah. doing raps and then it's like someone is like now don't get high and make rap mm-hmm. you're gonna be hesitant yeah. because you're like oh man like i've i've made the hottest stuff oh, and well, yep. it was kind of like a survivor remorse for me mm-hmm. because i was like well how, how am i gonna create now yeah, yeah. <laughs> and i think a lot of artists are like with that to where it's like I, I think they feel like they would lose themselves in a sense if they were to i don't know be happy in a sense yeah uh like, yeah I, I talk i think about that shit all the time but I mean, I think that as an artist, man, like, we can't really, like, you got to be able to put it down sometimes, bro. Mm -hmm. Like, and I I get it, we're in this culture of hustle, 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 hustle. But it's like, at some point, bro, like, you got to, like, as much, as cliche as it sounds, bro, you got to smell the roses, bro. Yeah, that's right. Like, you got to smell the roses. Like, man, there's be times, like, look, bro, I miss birthdays, miss weddings, miss births of, you know, of nephews and children. And then you look up. And it's like, bruh, these these accolades are cool, right? They're cool. It's, it's, it's dope being on. It's dope working with Metro Boomin. It's dope doing this shit with Silver Nesso. You know what I'm saying? It's dope going on tour. But, like, at a certain point, like, my life can't just be a highlight reel. Mm. There ha- like, I have to, like, what's going to influence me to even come back and make the music? Like, eventually, if I keep myself in this world, I'm going to just be talking about my chain and the bitches I fuck. Yeah, I, I'm yeah. not it, like you know what I'm saying. Like you got to be able to compartmentalize at least some of it. Go outside, read a book, go hug your mama. Mm, you know what I'm saying? Like facts. <laughs> you feel me? And just take like I don't know. Breathe, my nigga. Do some yoga. Like you got to yeah. find different ways to just live. Cause this rap shit, I promise you, bro, it will eat you alive if you let it. Mm-hmm. You feel me? Like yeah. you're not. You're look, man. I, I'm not. I don't want to deter anyone else from going into rap shit, but you're going to have more bad days than you have good days. Yeah. So you're going to need to find something to keep you going outside yeah. of music. You know what I mean? So, mm-hmm. yeah. You're absolutely right, man. And that's not just with, um, with rap. That's what a lot Anything. of any field, really. Yep. You got you to gotta find that because I tell people all the time, it was the same with me. Like, I went through a phase where I was doing the rap. Like, that was mm-hmm. something that I was doing heavy, like, up until, like, 2016. Mm-hmm. Like, I just wasn't getting the results with myself spiritually yeah. that I felt like I needed to get. I mean, like, shit, same I, thing, bro. Same. I think, I, I think that's like a sign of true, of true growth, bro. If you, once you reach that point and then you get past it, like that's when, that's when shit starts to actually click. It wasn't mm-hmm. until I was able to like, okay, I'm going to take a little step back. That shit, that, that start, that shit started actually moving for me, bro. Like, yeah, it, there is a thing of there is a such thing of caring too much. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, I cared too. <laughs> I cared way too much in 2016, and and that was a time when I was like, I was doing a lot of drugs. Oh yeah, I wasn't doing anything. I, I wasn't doing nothing but like drugs, rap. I don't even think I was working. I was just like one foot in, one foot out. Like yeah. <laughs> I was really in that lifestyle where I was looking in the mirror and was like, "Man, what am I doing?" Like I, I felt underappreciated because it was just like I wasn't getting the looks when it comes to like, mm-hmm. you know, just Charlotte stuff, typical Charlotte oh, stuff, yeah. like artistry <laughs> and shows. And I was like, "Man, I'm about to," I was like, "I'm about to get out of here before I even get started." And yeah. and but you know something like that um, doesn't leave. And I feel like full circle moment. Um, I'm gonna come back to it because just like how you said what De Niro said to you, I still get people even on my like old SoundCloud just like yo bro keep like I'm reading old posts like from years ago like yo but keep going I'm like y'all niggas don't even know I did not keep going. <laughs> <laughs> I took a major stop in that, but 
now that it's like the evolution of man, I know how I can come back to it. I'm like mm-hmm. now I can come back to it with a different mind frame. Actually writing, like I didn't write none of my stuff back in the day. It's like man, yeah. yeah. I mean, I know how to. Even back in the day, like a lot of the stuff that I've known for, bro. Like I was not, I was not your studio rap, bro. Yeah, I, like legitimately, mm-hmm. bro. I, you could ask Alex, Alex, my witness. I would probably spend in a month. I'd probably go to the studio twice. Mm. I I was more so living the lifestyle of a rapper and not actually rapping. So like I yeah. always felt like I was able to do all this dope shit with one hand tied behind my back. Like because I never really mm. like bro, I was still in the streets, bro. Like legitimately just still trying to make some money in the streets. Like yeah. that's you know what I mean. So it's you like, were you were John Jones in a sense. Yeah, trying. You know you know who that is. Nah, I have no idea. John Jones. <laughs> no. He's a. We were talking about him. Um, me and a friend of mine, John Jones is like the UFC, UFC's version of Mike Tyson in a sense. Oh, I know the, the fighter John Jones. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. And um, a lot of people give him gripe because of like how he um, how he lives his life and and how he doesn't they say take the game seriously because mm-hmm. he wins so flawlessly with ease. Yep. And and what got what happened to him and he admits to it to where um he wasn't he was he was in it based off of his god-given talent Mm -hmm. but he wasn't giving it the fullness that it deserved exactly and so he got to a point because he wasn't as passionate about it because other people were working their ass off um he was getting lackadaisical Mm -hmm. he was getting lackadaisical in his thinking he's getting um the wrong people in his camp Mm -hmm. and because he he wasn't happy with himself because it was coming too easy like he, he almost got bored with it Mm-hmm. To where now that he's um, back into the runnings, it's like now that he realizes like how how quickly life can come at you, um, he appreciates it a lot more mm-hmm. in a sense. And I say you remind me of him like that because like was it in a sense to where it was the it was just coming so easy when it came to the musical ability mm-hmm. to where it was just it was just more so like yeah I think it was just coming easy and like at the time like I I wasn't. I wasn't experimenting as much. Not that I wasn't experimenting as much. It's just that I knew what people liked, so I just fed it. Mm. I fed them what they liked. They want that aggressive ass, raspy voice. So mm. I fed them. So I fed them that. But eventually, that didn't like that didn't do anything for me. Mm. Like that's just I wake like how I wake up in the morning. Like how I sound now. That's just that's how I sound. Yeah. So like that's yeah. <laughs> that's not me pushing or trying. You know what I'm saying? That's just literally how I, I have a raspy voice. Yeah. You know, mm. that's my God given talent, but. I wasn't, I don't know, I just wasn't playing around enough, you know what I mean? And actually figuring out what it, like, you know, what does Wells actually, like, what, like, you know, if I could, what's the music in my head sound like? Mm. That's what I had to go out and find. Yeah. And I found it. Yeah. That's beautiful, man. That's beautiful. It's like a full circle moment because Mm -hmm. um, you're one of, like I said, you're one of the the rarities in the sense where, and and Charlotte is so talented, bro. Um, but when it comes to getting that like attention nationally in, in areas like seeing you um, get attention, like how you got at, a, at an early time, because um, like, man, you were getting attention. Like, how old are you now? We got to be around well, the same age. 27. Like, 27. Dang. So even younger than what were you like 20? Like I was like 19. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, you probably like 19, 20 at this time. Mm-hmm. And so that's a lot to like to like take in even in that sense and and not even just in a responsibility of um someone as a artist but did you look at it in a responsibility as someone like being here in that city who had not had no one reach a scale like that at that time? oh for sure bro like man I, my nigga i love charlotte but like i don't know like I, till i die like you know what i'm saying like that's, that's really where up. i'm from and it's one of those things where like 
you know how it is here. Like, we done had mad niggas move from everywhere. New, mm. New York niggas specifically. Like, you know what I'm saying? We'll move down here and just think shit sweet. So, from a very early age, I, like, I just always felt like I had, like, this chip on my shoulder just about Charlotte alone. You yeah. know what I mean? So, mm -hmm. getting, so anytime, like, I ever got, you know, to whatever accolade or whatever, I, ha I wanted to make sure that I mentioned Charlotte. So, for sure, I felt mm -hmm. like a responsibility. Like, I took it upon myself to put, Put the phone on my back, like mm. put it on the map. I'm not saying that I did it alone, you know what I'm saying? But I definitely, I had a, I had a hand of playing that motherfucker. Yeah, you know, what it I'm was saying? a group effort. But like, if we talking about like Rushmore's, they can, they can put you in like, yeah. and 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 me and Loot were talking about this because I put Loot as as someone that's in a Rushmore, and he was like, well, it's so many pieces to this shit. Um, it has to be many different Rushmores. Oh yeah, for sure. And so you're definitely when it comes to someone that got it. That like put a scope on Charlotte, like mm -hmm. you're one of those people, and so yeah. shout out to Luke too. That's that's the bro. We got we got shit in the stash. Oh man, <laughs> I can't wait to hear that combination. Yeah how how do you like the the scene as it is today? I love it. when it comes to the 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 music scene of Charlotte. I love it, bro. Yeah. Honestly, straight up, like I, I really do. I really do love it. Like you know. I won't go into listing everybody because I know I forget some people, but I, I genuinely love the state of music in North Carolina. Because I truly feel like whatever you... Let me let me not say North Carolina. Let me talk about Charlotte specifically. Mm. If you When you come to Charlotte, there's... Bro, name it. Name a sound. We got it for you. And not that we, we just got it for you. We got it to the point to where that person is likely to be one of your favorite, like one of your favorite artists. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? You want some R and B shit? You can holler at my boy Lot. You want or Sianka? You want some? You want some street shit? You can holler at Ghost. If you want a combination of all that, you can. I'm your guy. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? You got the baby <laughs> I'm here. Your guy. You, you, got, you got the baby here. You got the Nero here. You got so mm -hmm. many other like so many artists that are just dope and fire. And I just think this is what I'll say, bro. I think that the next. 10 to 15 years we're gonna see a lot more charlotte like artists being on that main stage like i think mm. we're gonna have our moment yeah we're gonna have our atlanta moment that the same moment that new york has because i do truly believe that like we got next mm. you know what i mean yeah i see it coming man um i think that's why the, one of the reasons for me um being here um two things actually why i stayed here and really why part of the reason I made this podcast, because somebody who's gone to these shows, who's seen like the growth, um, I always was just like, man, like, why aren't they like, what is stopping these people the giving us the shine that we deserve? Because it's so many different, it's so many superstars. I ain't talking about just regular rapper. Legitimate, regular. Like it is stars in Charlotte yeah. that are chilling hard. And so I was like, man, what is what is going on to where we overlooked? And so I look at this as I look at this as like a time capsule where I was like, if anybody wanted to know any of the the history of Charlotte, the talent that comes through Charlotte, I want to interview them because like I, I got the opportunity to be blessed enough to see these people perform live at different spots and 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 they get overlooked so many times. Mm -hmm. And so I was like, for me, this is just like a podcast, not only to check on the life of an artist because it can be very draining mentally yeah. draining like how are you like i said i deal with that stuff myself dealing with mental health mm -hmm. to ask people how are you dealing with like your struggles of life dealing with the balance of everything we got mm -hmm. parents some of these artists are parents some of these parents some of these artists are are the, are the breadwinners of their families that have mm -hmm. to put a lot on their back so you want to check on your brothers and sisters and ask them how they doing and at the same time 
Get a cats like Wells their flowers, man. Oh, man. So yeah, no, nah, for sure. That's man. why as of late was created, and, and like I said, it's it's been dope to see the growth of Charlotte, and I'm excited to see it because I feel like it's it's like a pot is mm-hmm. bubbling over. I agree, man, and it's beautiful what you're doing, man. Like I've I've watched I've watched a lot of your interviews, and you've put me on to like some people that I had no like I didn't know, Word. and I just I like I, I just I don't know I like the fact that you are taking it upon yourself to capture this history because what if if you don't do it, who would? Yeah. You know what I mean? Before one of these, for a tech bro or a tech company comes in and try and tries to, you know, really you capitalize or you know monetize off of what we actually built. You know, what I mean? mm-hmm. it's best to have our people in place already. You know, yeah, yeah. And I seen a lane for it. I was like, um, let me go ahead and set this up now. Yeah. I was like, let me let me go ahead and set this up now before because and then like at that time like I was doing it during COVID t- uh, quarantine where it was like I just stopped doing drugs like yeah. <laughs> I just stopped drinking <laughs> yeah. and so it was like it was like the perfect in in a sense therapy for me mm-hmm. because like it was like the first I tell people all the time like the first three four episodes them mm-hmm. things is rotten boy. <laughs> like, it's just me like venting like mm-hmm. it's me versus me yeah and I think I needed that because it's like it's just me talking about depression it's me talking about mm-hmm. overcoming stuff it's me with a lot of spiritual like I'm a, I'm a spiritual dude like I believe in Christ Jesus mm-hmm. and so I was talking about a lot of that like a lot of encounters I was it was almost like murder was the case yeah. but like an auto, auto, auto book like it was yeah. just me talking about the experiences that I That's went through but I mean that's how like I truly feel like that's how you solve problems like you have to be able to sit there and have that conversation with yourself like and I alright self where are we fucking up at like Mm -hmm. where where are we at what don't we like why don't we like this and what can we do to fix it like I'm a firm believer in like dog you can't tell me shit if you have not had to sit down with yourself and truly be like, I don't like this person that I am. Like, mm, and have to yeah. and have to go from there and change that, bro. Don't talk to me if you haven't done that yet. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, because mm. a lot of people live in this in this world like they shit don't stink. Yeah, that's true. Like, legitimately, that's true. so yeah. it just is what it is, and that's how I just kind of how I approach my my music as well, bro. My music is a conversation I'm having with myself. Like, mm. you know what I'm saying, and hopefully you find. By me having a conversation with myself, you find some peace or some some mm. some something. You find something in it that you can, you know, use later on in life. Yeah, you know? for sure. You talk about, um, you know, acting like your shit don't stink in in that sense because that that just comes back down to pride and ego, which a lot of people have because they're they're hiding something that they feel insecure about. Mm-hmm. And I think um, another thing that I want to give you your flowers on is not having that in a sense when it comes to collaboration. Um, you're one to not shy from that in the sense of like having some of these juggernauts that we talked about we just mm-hmm. named in the city from the, from the south to the lots you know mm-hmm. to the Daneros you know um, I almost feel like in a sense because one one thing that I get from a lot of people from my generation um, that the previous generation kind of missed out on mm-hmm. was they didn't do that enough did you guys have like a meeting in a sense where it's just like what are we going to do or we are going to do this? We're not going to be like the uh, previous situation when it comes to not collabing until it's too late. Um, I don't I don't know if it was more of like I'm going to be real. It's just me. For me, it started it, it started like this. I like, bro, I, I like to songwrite. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like I have a lot of shit that I don't think that I could use for myself. So uh, like me working with another artist, I always try to like. I don't know. I'm trying to make the perfect song with that artist. Mm. So that's kind of, it was just a way for me to showcase that like, okay, bro, like this nigga really can't not, like I can, I can do anything. Like that was a way for me to showcase. And, and then it just kind of turned into like, nah, I, I kind of actually just fuck with these niggas. You mm. know what I mean? I'm speaking about uh, Ghost and Lock. 
And that's just how it happened. It, it, it was just more so like, okay, we're cool and we all do music, so mm. let's just do mu- like let's just do music together. And yeah, like, that's yeah. how it came. That's how it came about. I don't know if it was like I mean, we've had conversations about it like once after you know the songs were made, but I don't think it was something that like we were all like, hey, we're big juggernauts. Let's make a super group. It was just more so like. <laughs> Hey, bro, you funny. Bro, you funny. We have a good time together. Let's yeah. see if this shit translates onto a track. And it does, bro. Like, I, look, very I'm a very organic. realistic person. But that that shit is like probably the like it's probably some of the best music to ever come out of Charlotte, to mm-hmm. be completely honest. And I can't wait to release it. Word. Yeah. Word. That's what's up. And I, in that sense, I almost feel like organic relationships like that, like, like I was saying, like if you ask people from the past, um, that needed to be done in a mm-hmm. sense because people were feeling each other's like you. You're from here, bro. Yeah. Like you're shot tilling. We call you yeah. that. Consider that. And I was born and raised here. Oh, I thought yeah. you were born and raised overseas. Nah, I was born here. <laughs> we learned. We learned. We learned. New. Yeah. I should have answered that in a bit. Like nigga, where you from, nigga? You a Fresby baby or C-M-C. you a CMC baby? C-M-C. All right, I get you that. Yeah. You you the first CMC dude I had here in a while. It's usually Presby, yeah. but uh, shout out to CMC too, man. Yeah. That's a shot tilling for sure. But being someone then born and raised here, I thought you 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 were kind of in a sense of transplant came like when you were like five or six or something. I'm like really that. from the folk, like okay, little yeah. rock roll, blood and blood you in the veins. Me? Paul Tuckett, <laughs> niggas know niggas know niggas know me on the west side. You feel me? Like, right, yeah, that's what I've heard. yeah, that's first nigga to put me on from you was from the west side. That's me? that's funny enough. Yeah. And so yeah, but dealing with that. Um, previous generations when it came to rappers mm-hmm. um, I felt like missed that in a sense of cl- um, having that collab man having that collab and then it's beautiful to see cats like y'all um, where it just comes organic you know hey man I mess with you mm-hmm. yeah, I mess with you let's let's do this together even in a sense when it comes to like you know I see like cats um, just vibing out and going to each other's shows man mm-hmm. like I remember like I was telling a lot um, through DM about how dope it was to see you like DJing his show at Snug one time. I was like, yo, is that Wells, dude? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and then seeing that going, you know, Southside support him. Devin come and do mm-hmm. something and support him. So yeah. that's what it's all about, you know, and that's how the city grows as a whole, doing stuff yeah, like true. that. I mean, I think that that was one conversation that we did have where we were like, look, man, like if if we want to change, you know what I mean, how it's how the scene is looking, like, you know, change the, the, the atmosphere of the scene, mm-hmm. we got to be the ones to do it. Yeah, like you know what I mean, because it, it, it don't really cost much to just support, bro. It really don't, you know what I mean. And if mm-hmm. and if you know, if some, I don't view myself like this, right? Like, but mm-hmm. if if someone sees me like a person like me or a person of my stature at all these other people's shows, then there's no reason for every for everyone else to not do the same. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You got ghosts popping up at at Ruben shows. You got Ruben mm-hmm. popping up at Ghost shows. There's no reason for anybody not to do that. So it's just trying to be that example, be the change mm-hmm. that you know you want to see in the world. Word, word, yeah, that's what's up, man. And then, like, like you say, you don't see yourself like that, but in a sense, um, Verb was talking about that himself, VVG, because he was like, "That's one thing that um, this generation has been doing." He was like, "You know, if 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 twenty of the of the homies come to my show, and then I come to their show, fans, people see that, you know, because like even even if you're not looking at it like that, people still looking up to y'all in the Uh sense of like, oh well, what's coming down? I might have to come to the next one, or I might have to come to this one, and then that's how that stuff." starts to spread and you really get that genuine city support as it should be because you know i feel like that's something as well that um a lot of artists i feel gripe about when it comes to maybe not getting the hometown support Mm -hmm. um 
as they would love when it comes to some of the yeah. you know the fans are coming to the venues and stuff like mm -hmm. that um is that something that you're you know is that that, that you had to battle yourself being oh somewhere? yeah for sure bro like look man I, and since i'd be lying if i said i'm I, like i'm all the way past it you know mm -hmm. what i mean like i still i still struggle with that you know what i mean because mm -hmm. i you know, bro, I really do feel like I'm one of the best out the city, bro. Like, tr yeah. just, that's just how I feel. Obviously, you're supposed to feel like that. But, you know, and there's times where I just have to catch myself and be like, look, bro, like, it's not that people don't fuck with you. They just don't know. Mm. That's all it is. Like, you know what I mean? Truly, because, I mean, if you think about, just think about the bullshit a person got to do just within their day. Like, mm. not everybody out here trying to find the next Kendrick Lamar. Mm. They're not, like, actively trying to find... You get what I'm trying to say? So it's like, they might mm. not have just come across your music, bro. Stop taking it so personal. Like, yeah. And again, you also have to remind yourself, like, what are you doing this for? Like, mm. am I doing it just to get a pat on the back? Like, nah, mm. my nigga, like, I really do enjoy making music. So, you know, I, I do struggle with it sometimes, but I think I have a better grasp on it now that, I, like, being a little older, because it's like, man, that shit's therapy for me. So regardless yeah. of if I get one like or not, I got to solve whatever it is that I needed to solve with this record. So, mm -hmm. you know, it's a it's a it's a plus. You know yeah. what I'm saying? It's a win-win situation. You know? mm -hmm. Yeah, and and then it goes back you remind me of what you were saying um what do you like in a sense of like someone's highlight reel? Cuz I, I I still feel in a sense at the end of your life uh God will show you that. Now, what is going to be on your highlight reel? Is exactly. it going to be like how you said a, a bunch of strip club stuff, videos? Or, you know, is your highlight reel going to be walking your niece down the aisle? Is your highlight reel going to be, like, fishing with your brother? You know, is your... I, I just want to be a real... Like, I don't think... I think a lot of rappers these days aren't real people, bro. Like, just, mm. like, nigga. Come on, bro. <laughs> like, come on. Like, bro, you... Hookah, Casamit, like, that's just your life. Like, you ain't... Nigga, you don't drink water? You yeah. ain't... Nigga, niggas ain't never had no orange juice? Niggas <laughs> you feel what I'm saying? Niggas don't eat cereal no more? Like, bro, be a normal motherfucking person, bro. Yeah. Like... God damn and It's just mm -hmm. like You know And you just miss out On a lot of shit bro A yeah. lot of shit Cause at the end of At the end of the day Like the club We all say this all the time It's gonna always be there yeah. Always be there you It's know, gonna always be there My nigga yeah. The worst thing mm -hmm. I, I feel like One of the worst feelings ever And it's never happened to me Cause I'm not old mm -hmm. But like if you 30, 35, and you you go to and you frequent this bar You mm -hmm. start to see people Phase out of it But you still the same person there bro Yeah uh-huh like nigga go bro go have a family go build something bro do something with your life bro yeah like, i don't know man yeah so, just take, right bro read a book bro just do something like be a real person like not everything is gonna be lit like i don't know man yeah you absolutely right bro and i think i think that attributes to the the era that we are in as well because like growing up with me because like you hit you hit the nail in the head on both of those matters because when I reached thirty, I'm a little bit older than you. So when I reached thirty, I remember, I remember going to the spot that I, that was like my cheers, and realizing this is the last time I'm gonna set foot in this in this spot yeah. because like I start seeing I got missing for a minute because I wanted to sober myself up and I mm -hmm. came back, and it was the same dudes like you ever you ever you know be sober and then like other people around you drunk. And then like you'd be like, yo, I don't. We don't have like no that. conversation. Yeah, it's just like, like <laughs> yeah, like yeah. we we've been friends for like five years off of just like just being us drunk being drunk. 
Gotcha. And it's like, we have no conversation. And just like, I felt like a daggone like stick in the mud. Mm -hmm. And then like, I was seeing like new, new breeds of people come in that, that thought like they're wide eyed, like they're, they think like, this is the cool spot. This is it and stuff like that. And I was like, oh yeah, I don't need to be here no more. I was like, cause this is, I'm over this. Like I'm over this. Like I ain't doing nothing. I ain't creating. We ain't having no conversation. What am I doing here? Yep. And it's like, I felt that. So it's like, I feel like a lot of people, because of the era we're in, where it's like, we're always showing shit. Like, I came, I, like, I still was like MySpace. Like, MySpace, mm -hmm. niggas was like taking pictures of themselves, but they weren't yeah. like doing lives. Yeah, and like, exactly. we're in that era now where it's like, they want to show everything. So cats are afraid to show, like, that, yeah, all they got for breakfast is daggone orange juice and, and Captain Crunch. Because they, because the, the yeah. society is like, right. yo, I'm on a boat eating a daggone French omelet. Like, I got to show these people my vacation pictures like on a Tuesday. On I don't even like eating on boats because I get seasick. Like, that's just. Yeah, I don't like that either. It's just not practical. In my opinion, it's not practical yeah. to eat on a boat. Like, but hey, do what you do. What you do. I tried. I couldn't do it. Yeah, no, but I mean, no. I, and, I, and I think like, you know, but I think that's what the fans are actually yearning for. You know what I mean? Like the real, you, yeah, the real, bro. Because mm -hmm. I mean, even if you look at if you look at TikTok nowadays, right? Like if you mm -hmm. if you're on TikTok, artists, TikTok forces you to be a human. Like because niggas mm -hmm. can sit there and they'll read, they can see through that whole curated aesthetic. Oh, okay. Like mm -hmm. niggas don't want to see you at the club. We know that you because if you really think about, it, it's kind of corny. So you called mm -hmm. your homie with a camera and be like, oh, hey, bro, come record us. Drinking like mm. it's not cool. It's not actually cool when you really think about it, bro. Yeah. So they want to they want to see your day to day. They want to see you be a real person. And I think that you know I, I like it. I think it's refreshing. I want to you know shit. I want to know what Jay like. What the fuck does Jay Z eat in the morning? Mm -hmm. You know yeah. what I mean? Like what is his morning like with Beyonce? That's what I want to know. You feel me? Like yeah. I get it. He a rich guy got all the pants, but I want to know does he put his left sock on before you know what i'm saying like yeah yeah shit like that but i mean that just brings you closer to the fan and i and i think that that i think a lot more artists just need to be honest bro. yeah uh, be honest about their lives like you know because mm -hmm. again these people are looking up to you you know yeah. what i mean and and it may not be i'm not saying that you asked for it but here we are you could have done anything else you know what i mean mm -hmm. you, that's nigga, a fact you could have you you could have been a fucking poet like writing poems you ain't had mm -hmm. to you ain't had to get on the mic and verbalize it so yeah at that point, like, I think that, you know, just be honest, bro. Let people know that some things I don't feel good. And then, you know, maybe people will stop. People will stop. Like, you know how, like, niggas, get, artists will get mad that, like, you know, you see me on a bad day and, you and mm -hmm. like, you want to take a picture. How do I know that you have a bad You never show me that you have a bad day, my nigga. So yeah. <laughs> I'm assuming it's, it's always yeah, lit, Yeah, I'm nigga. thinking it's always good. It's always lit. But if you show them that you have bad days, then people will actually treat you like a human being. Yeah. Like, yeah. I don't know. I've seen that difference, too, for cats that's, like, always, like, in that. Like, I see it, the TMZs where it's, like, cats that, where artists are a little bit more transparent. Like, yeah, I deal with, like, like a cutty. Um, like I've seen like cats where they come up, they approach him differently as opposed to like, you know, like a like a Jenner, like mm -hmm. a or like a like exactly. who's always like showing herself in a in a glamorous yep. fashion. You know, she may have a daggone day where she's feeling depressed and like she don't want those cameras in her face. Yep. And so, but she, but the persona of what she shows people is like mm -hmm. it's always on, yep. it's always green light. Mm -hmm. So I'm gonna think it's always green light. Yeah, and I mean that's just kind of that's my approach. That's my approach to music, man. To be honest, I think one of my homies. He uh he said something to me. He was like, "Bro, you like 
you don't really make music that people party to. Granted, they can. You know, people mm -hmm. can party to it. But it's just real life music. It's the shit that you, on your way to work, this is what you're listening to. Yeah. You know what I mean? While, you, mm -hmm. like, while you're getting ready for your week. Like, these, those moments where you're by yourself, that's where your music thrives. And I, and I, I, mm -hmm. I, I fucked with it. I really did. And I kind of I modeled the way that I approach it the same way. Like, I'm an open book, bro. Like, some days, I might be crusty. Yeah. Some days <laughs> yeah. I'm like some days I'm not. You know what I'm saying? Today's mm -hmm. one of those days I'm not. You feel me? Like it's just about I don't know. Like I, I feel like I'm on a journey, right? So I'm gonna give you the uncut, raw, real. I'm gonna take you on this journey with me. You're gonna watch me either, you know, be glorious or go up in flames. I don't know how it's mm -hmm. gonna go. But you're gonna you're gonna be able to see the whole story. Yeah, it's gonna be the real me. Yeah. Watching you know what yeah. I mean? Because then I know you fuck with me for me. Like, not, you know, not because I am who I am, but be mm -hmm. yeah, but because I am who I am. Ooh. Bars. <laughs> Yo. Don DeMarco. You feel me? <laughs> hey, but that's crazy. Hey, look. I'm a, I'm, I like that. I like that. I'm going to keep that one. Yeah, bro. Keep that nugget. I'm going to keep that myself. Yeah. That's a good one for a dag on the nugget. Yeah. The, the take into my spirit, you know, because that's real. I, I feel like. And so many people, even 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 if it seems like they're all about like that glitz and glamour, as you said, people are wanting to see that. Like so many people are itching for an artist that is transparent, you mm -hmm. know, that artist that's being real with them. I mean, because if, if you look at media, right, like if you look at media now, people are more concerned with what you're doing in your day to day than your actual music mm -hmm. itself. bro. like yeah. truly like when you see these artists on these blogs, it's never about like when's the last time you seen an album review, like a, like a legit, like a credible source. Like a big blog doing an album review. When's the last time? Uh, Niggas, like, they don't even talk about the music no more. So, yeah. in a way, it's more just advantageous. Be a normal person, my nigga. Show yourself walking your dog. Mm -hmm. And your dog take, you gotta actually pick up shit. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah be a real. normal person, my nigga. It, 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 might, it, might, it might work for you. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. It will work for you, man. Yeah. People relate to that stuff, man. Relate, relate the pain, re, 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 relate the triumph. You know, they want to see all of that, you know. Because yeah. then, then they see that relatability where um, a lot of people don't even know you're a testimony for someone that's going through a test at that season. Exactly. You know? They may need to hear that your sister died, or they may mm -hmm. need to hear that because of the fact that they're going through that pain with their sister. Mm -hmm. And so I always admire artists that are not afraid to. Be, um, you know, and Ho talked about that in the sense of when he was talking about Ye and in a sense of one thing that he admired about Ye is that he's always going to be um, the cowboy that goes over the hill first yep. and come back and be like, yo, it's a lot of Indians over there. We <laughs> yeah. Like we need to daggone like tally up, get our troops mm -hmm. right and then co go over there because being a lot of people don't want to be that lone soldier. To, yeah. to, to express herself and, and to cross boundaries. Mm -hmm. And he's someone who is, um, in a sense, boundary boundaryless. Yeah, I think, and I, I see, I, I, I relate to that a lot. Just because, mm -hmm. one of the things that just made it easier for me is like, bro, I got made fun of for being African. So mm -hmm. it's like, what more is there, like, what more is there going to do? Like, yeah. what more, like, we grown now. Cool, my nigga, you want to, Cool, I'm gonna be the first nigga over the. I'm gonna be the first yeah. nigga over the hill. I'll mm -hmm. see y'all niggas on the other side. Let y'all know how it is. But I mean, I I just pride myself on just, bro. I really don't give a fuck what niggas think, bro. Like at the end of the day, cause it's like, bro, I got a family to feed. You feel yeah. me? Like, and this is putting money on my table, and so I'm gonna do whatever I need to do. I'm not here to impress y'all niggas. Like, yeah, facts. Cool, like cool, whatever. Be the whatever. Be that cool guy. But I'm about to get these gems. Yeah, like that, word. <laughs> Want, like how you, you know, 
how you want to play it. You mm-hmm. feel me? You, yeah. You know? That's for sure. Do you still um, have a relationship with J.K. the Reaper? Oh, that's the homie, bro. Yeah. I haven't talked to him in a minute, but uh, yeah, I think the last time we talked was like six months ago. I had to like uh, some like music split stuff. Okay. Yeah. I always wondered that because you guys, when it comes again, so when it talking about cats that like did stuff to where they start going from state to state and mm-hmm. I started hearing y'all's music in different states. He was one of those guys too. That was oh, yeah, shout out Jake. Bro, JK a legend, bro. Mm-hmm. Like, and collab, collab wise. Like you mm-hmm. guys like one of the first other songs that I heard from you as well back in the day was mm-hmm. with JK. Like, yes. Yeah, shout out to uh, JK. Shout out to David Wept. Um, yeah, bro. Like shout out to them. Like all the Greensboro boys. Austin. Mm-hmm. Um, bro, them niggas. I, I fuck with JK, man. There's not really much I don't got any like anything bad to say about bro. He's a, yeah. he's a stand up nigga. Um, he has a daughter now. He's being a stand up father. Yeah, I see. He's making great pops. music, but he's just I don't know, man. I I think that like you know we're kind of it, it's in a way niggas are trying to. Um, I'm not saying they're trying to actively, but in a way we kind of get forgotten. Mm. In a way, but we're really the like the leaders of because there was nobody our age doing that shit. Mm. That's the thing. Like that's the whole like you know. I'm not an ageist or anything, but like we were 18, 19, like, like really touching, like touching road and touching bread, like off mm-hmm. of music. Like I yeah. said, like I did not, I did not see the world on vacation. Like I didn't go on vacations that like you know normal people went. Mm-hmm. Rap is what took me around the world. Like I, I, yeah. I can't stress that enough. I would not have seen Korea. Would not have been anywhere had they not been for my for my talent. And JK's the same way. Like, and in a way, I think we kind of. I don't know, laid the blueprint in a way to show niggas like, okay, you can do it. It is possible to be independent because if you really think about it, just for the sake of this conversation, who's bigger than me that doesn't, that's not attached to a label. Um, That's what I mean. That's (laughs) that's from the city. That's from Uh, the city. You know what I mean? And I might, you know, there are like, you know, I, there could be um, some people, but I'm just off the top of my head. I can't. I can't think of anything. So. That's not attached to a label right now, or no, never no, has. No cosigns and not attached to a label. Uh, I don't know. I don't think Ferrari is, but I think. Um, like for what? I, I can't think of anybody. Really. So for what me and JK did, it's like you take. You said it as big as you though, mm-hmm. or, bigger, or bigger, or bigger, or bigger. I don't know, man. <laughs> you know what I mean, like. For, uh, for for what me I had to J- think on it. From what me and JK did, bro. For like, the thing about us, I have no no family of mine, no friend of mine mm-hmm. is attached to the industry. Not not a single person. Like I don't have friends that did this. You know what yeah. I mean? That gave me same thing for JK. Oh, you weren't an industry plan. I'm not an industry plan. So yeah. it's just it was JK and his two friends figuring that shit out. It was me and my two cousins. Mm-hmm. Same figuring shit, it out. figuring it out, and like. It's po- it's legitimately possible. Like you don't need a cosign, you don't need a label to actually come out here and make like to make bread. Yeah, mm-hmm. I own my home, bro. Like, like I don't know what else. Like in yeah. ter- like what else is there? <laughs> I feel like I've done it. I've, yeah, I've done it. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Cats like you, man. Like I said, like and then like I didn't even think about that until you just said it. Because even in the beginning years, and shout out to Ferrari, even Ferrari, yeah, Warner in the beginning. Mm-hmm. Um, in that sense of being independent and um, showing me, like, oh, okay, this stuff possible, boy. Like, yeah, really? it kind of, in in a sense, it'll put a battery in your back for somebody who feels. Because I feel like a lot of Charlotte artists, 
feel overlooked. Mm -hmm. And you guys gave, like Luke said, in the beginning years, there was not no blueprint for this. Like mm -hmm. you, were, everybody was just trying to figure this thing out. If yeah. you, if you either were trying to get signed or if you kept getting looked over, you just got to figure it out or go the independent mm -hmm. route. Yep. And like you guys were really in the beginning stages of showing cats. Um, like I said, torn and that this can actually be done. Like mm -hmm. I could actually have a career in music yeah. and, and not be like, <laughs> you know, one of those guys that say they're a musician, uh, musician, but like really like knee deep in the street still. Yeah. And so, because it's a lot of cases sad to say with that, you know, a lot of cats are one foot in one foot out. I mean, that's just kind of, and I don't, and it's hard. It's, you can't blame them, bro. Yeah. Shit, I mean, it comes with the territory. Yeah. This yeah. shit takes bread. Like mm -hmm. it's just, is what it is. You got to pay to play in this motherfucker. Yeah. And that's just what it is. And like, you know, just, we just, like, like you said, bro, we just showed and, and made it possible. Like we did more with less, mm. a lot more. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Salute to that, man. And, and you kept it in the family, dog. Yeah, I think man. that's one thing that impresses me the most. Yeah. I mean, look, hey, I'm not going to sit here and, and act like it's all Peter King. We'll yeah, argue. of course. It's I mean, every, everything has their, you know, everybody but, has their riffs. And everything. But at the end of the day, like, you know. It, it, it is a blessing to have somebody care just as much, if not more, mm -hmm. about the same thing that you care about. You know what I mean? That way, you know, you got three eyes on it. It's going to be hard to miss something or for something to fall through the cracks when you have three people that care, attend, and like, care really much about this one thing. You know what I mean? Right. I don't know, man. We just got a lot more to do. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I... I, like even before coming up here, I was I was on the fence. Like, like what are we like? What are we going to talk about? Like, you know what I mean? I don't want to be the old guy. Not really? Not old. <laughs> I don't want to be the old guy that's just always talking about the past. But it's like I feel I feel great. Like I'm I know great. exactly what we're gonna talk about. Like yeah, you know, like just what we have in store and just what I have in store. I feel like mm -hmm. now I, I think like I got I'm I'm playing with both hands now. How I refer to it, I, I had my hand tied behind my back before. I'm playing with both hands and I'm able to really showcase how deep this creative shit goes yeah you know what i mean like not even just from making songs like bro graphic design just I, i'm about mm. to show niggas how deep this shit goes like yeah you know really poop like you know what the fuck is up with wells you know what i mean I'm about yeah to, you know so i'm excited man yeah and i was just about to say that when that sense of like i think you've reached because you were saying um what what we were going to talk about and for me i think that's why i didn't start it with like the typical like Oh, so where you from and stuff mm -hmm. like that? Because like I knew the history of you when it came to as an artist, yeah. and I really just wanted to sit down and really, you know, formally like just vibe, bro. Just yeah. have a conversation because that's what it's all about. Mm -hmm. Like this ain't nothing but just a conversation yeah. to where I'm really getting to know you, someone that like I've looked from afar and admired musically, mm -hmm. and wanted to know the man of you. And yeah. so dealing with that, um, when you talk about like the different things that you're stepping into mm -hmm. it's not a surprise because i look at what immaculate taste stands for it's almost like it's a brand where it's like so many divisions that you guys have so many different creators in that sense mm -hmm. i and mean so, to be real bro it's only there's three of us yeah i don't i don't i like a lot of people think that it's only three y'all doing all of that yeah but a lot of people like to think that like we i mean in the past i did roll around with like a, i had a I had a crew of people, but mm. truthfully, like, nigga, the brains and the power, what's pushing it, it's three people, man. Word. From no visa down to, you know, even poor dad, the, the clothing line. It's, mm. it's I, like, three people, bro. Like, Dang. Even the clothing line. Yep. Mm, that's what's up, man. Well, yeah. That's what's up. Yeah. You ain't, you ain't getting a lot of cats that's doing all of that. <laughs> all of that musically and then putting themselves into, like, the career of being, like, a legit, like, businessman. Yeah. Um, yeah. 
you, you're touching a lot of different avenues, and I'm I'm excited to just see, even on the sense of like film, like like how you how you make your video, like you ever thought about even like taking that more serious in the direction? Yeah, of um, yeah, writing I'm, like writing like a film, or like yeah, being bro, a part I of screenwriting. Um, like so, if you if you if you know anything about like the people that shoot my videos, uh, mm -hmm. Summit Collective. Uh, they want me like you know put me on directing like jobs and gigs and shit like that like mm. so that's definitely something that I'm doing I actually I pitched I pitched a, a treatment to to Luke you know and we're gonna see how that goes I might you know I might be directing Luke's next video but that's, that's definitely something that like you know I I love to do like it's just mm. I don't know but I can't if you if you force me to rap for the rest of my life bro I'm probably gonna blow my brains out I gotta do other, <laughs> I gotta do other shit like yeah. you know what I'm saying. Cause then it just, cause then I have something to talk about when I come back to the music, you know. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and you're you're all around creatives, so that's why I asked that because like the your videos are like movies, mm -hmm. like it's, it's purpose, it's stuff behind, it. and it's not just. And ain't nothing wrong with your typical, you know. Yeah, point we we in the hood, we doing mm -hmm. this, we doing that. There's always there's, there's always, always room, for room for that. Um, mm -hmm. but how you do it, like, and then finding out you're behind that. Um, I'm like, okay, yeah, this guy has not just a creative eye, not just a creative in the sense of the booth, but mm -hmm. behind the lens as well. So yeah. that's dope to see, man. That's not surprising. You know, the the avenues that you, you can go into that. Yeah. That's a that's a whole different ballpark, whole different tax bracket too. For real, man. <laughs> I'm, I'm dead ass serious when I tell you that like, you know, creative agency type shit. Like who like we just like to do cool different shit. Like we about to get our own ice cream. Mm. Who does that? <laughs> I d I can't think of nobody. You know what um, I'm saying? It's just just trying to just I, I I want niggas to know. Like, this is the thing. Like, you know, I'm a humble guy, but I, I learned mm. at some point you that shit is not gonna get you no respect. Yeah. Niggas can't fuck with us. Like I, I just have to come out and say that. Truly, yeah. niggas cannot fuck with us. You gotta you gotta you gotta put your chest out every you now and then. You know what I'm saying? You know? Like, bro, we niggas niggas that know know. Niggas yeah. that know know like the shit that we doing and the shit that we've done and the shit that we're gonna continue to do is like I don't know, but niggas just y'all not on the we're not on the I just want niggas to know we're not on the same level. Mm -hmm. And I say that respectfully. Yeah. You know, that's mm -hmm. that's all. Yeah, it's always respect there, but I mean it's facts. I mean it's mm -hmm. facts with it. That's why I'm um, honored to have you on here because of just like and even even some of the things you're explaining to me, I knew you were, um, of course, the nucleus and centered around all of it. Mm -hmm. Like like just find out today, I didn't know it was just three of y'all though. I didn't like I didn't know it was just three of y'all piecing all of that together. Yeah, man. But um with that comes even more of a uh, respect for you guys because that's a lot of work. A lot you know, of work. Putting all that stuff together. But it's for us honestly, dog, like it, we don't look at it as work. It's cause it's really that's just what we want to do. It's, like, it's passion. just fun. It's yeah. just fun to do shit. Like, you know what I'm saying? Niggas mm -hmm. niggas out here making t shirts and merch and shit. So it's like for us we always have to think differently. So you know what I'm gonna make some fucking ice cream. Mm-hmm. Call when it it's in. when it's a passion, it doesn't even seem like that. Yeah, it doesn't seem like work. It's just truly like that's just what we find like find fun to do. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? It's like some real life alchemy shit. Like you think of something and and like you can literally create it and like like it's there. It's right there in front of you. So right. yeah, you in love? You got away? We not even going. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Look, he said, "He said, look, cut the camera." Like I, but cut your left field with that, huh? Look, look I, so I'm gonna say this: I've, I've had, I got issues with women. Mm. That's like, that's uh, issues with women, like yeah. you know. So, uh, so that's one of the things I tackle in my music. Like I'm letting that. That's why I asked. I'm letting that. I'm letting lover. I'm letting the lover boy go. Like yeah. you know, what I'm saying it's time to. You know, grow up, I guess. You know what I'm saying? Retiring it? 
Yeah, man. I got enough stories, you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying, to, you know, last a lifetime. But I think, mm-hmm. you know, it's time to focus on other things. Like, I'm legitimately, like, I, I got a family to worry about. And, I, mm-hmm. like, my family, not like I, I don't got kids or anything like that. So I don't want anybody to think gotcha. that. But, like, right. my legitimate, like, family I have to worry about. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? So yeah. it's time to, time to you know. Nephew. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Just trying to, you know, ah, I'm not going to say I'm going to put it all the way down there, but, like, I'm just, you know, I'm worried about my family right now. Yeah, of course. You see it even, like you say, with the music. I mean, you named the project after mm-hmm. Matthew. Yep. So. Yep, yeah. Oh, I did. I did mm-hmm. do that, yeah. Greatly put together. Yep, yep. Yeah, but I'm that, hit, I ain't just, yo, you, I you ain't really just joking, bro. I'm really, really a fan out here, you bro. Really <laughs> and I, I, like, again, I think that that was, you know, granted it was a joint project with a really good friend of mine, but I still think that's one of the best projects to come out of yeah. North Carolina. Period. It was great. Mm. Yeah, shout out to Angelo Moda. It's my dog. Word, word. Yeah, well, well put together. Pun intended. Mm-hmm. Well put together project. <laughs> yeah, man, that's just that's just how we do, man. Everything like it's taste, like you said, immaculate taste. So everything mm-hmm. we do is gonna be tasteful. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. it has been, and I'm excited to see continually um, what you guys come up with, like mm-hmm. you, your creative minds coming together, and seeing you branch out, um, you know, in the you know so many different lanes from, like you just said, from ice cream to mm-hmm. fashion, because just someone not just in the sense of crossing over musically, you cross, you can cross, you can get that bag in a lot of different lanes, and yeah. I'm pretty sure you already know that from yeah. from fashion to music to yeah. movies, writing, behind the scenes, in which. That's what you're doing. You're, you're, you're setting that up. You guys have been setting that up for years, and now it's mm-hmm. you're just building, just continuing to build it. Yeah, know? I mean, and that's just it's just it's just been a it's been a blessing, bro, to be able to to be able to even try this shit, man. Because mm-hmm. I don't I don't think niggas understand how I think it's crazy that you know I'm a nigga from Charlotte. Mm-hmm. You feel me? Ain't nobody coming here to find me. Like <laughs> nobody Absolutely. at all, bro. And for me to do what we did and. Or for me to get to where I've gotten, just being a kid from Charlotte with no connections, my parents are immigrants. They don't even like what I do. Mm. So, like, to even get to this point, brother, blessing. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, sometimes I got to, you know, stop and smell the flowers my damn self, bro, and stop comparing myself to, you know, the Isaiah Rashad's of the world. Mm. Because it's like, you know, I'll get there. It's going to take time. You know what I mean? Yeah, of course. Is that something you struggle with um, dealing with your, you know, your parents not necessarily liking what you do? When no, because I don't give a fuck, bro. Because yeah. like, <laughs> you know a lot of, some people would struggle with that. Yeah, it's because it's just like, ah, nigga, like, bro, they're old. Mm-hmm. They don't get it. Cool. They don't get it. Like, fine. They just know you're taking care of business. Yeah. yeah. That's all it is. Like, Because at the end of the day, like, as long as the bills get paid, nobody really cares. Yeah. Nobody really cares, <laughs> bro. As long as the bills get paid. Yeah. You know, you have a nice quality of life. Nobody gives a fuck how you get it. I mean, in certain situations. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But nah, I, I, like, this is going to sound crazy, but bruh, I, I don't give a fuck what nobody thinks. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, this is... That don't because, sound crazy at all. Because it's like, bruh, at the end of the day, I'm going to... Like, nobody has to feel what I feel. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, nobody has to go through or make sure that I'm okay. So, like, I'm going to do whatever the fuck I need to do to make sure that I'm okay. So, I was like, eh, I, don't, like I don't really care about how niggas feel about me or what they think about what I'm doing. You know what I'm saying? It doesn't really, they don't pay me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I had to get to that point, And once I did, I got a lot more, um, I got a lot less stress off of my body off of that. Because that mm-hmm. stuff, trying to think on who's caring, that stuff can be toxic. Yeah. Cause if you really think niggas really don't care, bro. Yeah. Like, I had like at some point I had to tell myself like niggas are not thinking about you, bro. Mm. Like niggas truly are not thinking about you. And and like in the world that we live in, 
it takes a lot for me to give a fuck about another nigga. Like, about <laughs> what another nigga got going on, bro. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying? I'm trying to make sure I don't catch monkey pox or COVID. Mm-hmm. So, I, I, man, <laughs> look, bro. That's a fact, though. Like, nigga, I don't... But, so, it's just that, like, bro, keep your eyes on your own paper, bro. That's all, that's all everyone's trying to do. And if you feel some type of way, truthfully, you know, I'm not... This is not a blanket statement, but, you know, if you feel some type of way, that might have to do with you, not mm. anybody else. You know what I mean? It might be an insecurity that you're not... You know, you don't want to tackle. You know yeah. what I mean? Because truly, man, niggas are not thinking about you. Yeah. You you hit it again, man. Net, like like Mike said, I'm looking at the man in the mirror. Once I did that and realized, like you said, like, niggas ain't really thinking about you, bro. Or, or sometimes I would I would create these theories of, like, people talking trash or something mm-hmm. like that. Or, or being against me. Then I would meet the person, and they would really love me and yep. i'd be like damn not to say that you know everybody gonna love you i mean but it helped me for to not give a fuck no more mm-hmm. realizing like man like you are your own worst enemy out here bro you're putting all these theories in your head they are not thinking about you at all for real bro i got to the point where i was having fake arguments with myself <laughs> like prepare, yeah. preparing myself yeah in the case of i'm like nigga this is a you problem that mm-hmm. you gotta fix you know what i'm saying yeah. so yeah man yeah mm-hmm. yeah Move a lot lighter now. Yeah, for being, real. Being like that, man. Wells, man, I've enjoyed you, man. I've enjoyed having you on this uh, this episode. We definitely got to have you back. Because I sure. feel like um, we just getting comfortable, man. We yeah, just get for to, real, man. Just getting into the, uh, the midst of this thing. Mm-hmm. Let, what, what's next for you in the, in the terms of, you know, we getting into the third quarter? Um, approaching it, I should say, after around uh, this month. Um, how you how are you closing out? Um, you know, what's next for you in this year, 2022? Ooh, 2022. Um, I'm dropping music, man. I'm dropping music. I'm going to unleash a lot more videos to show my directorial prowess, mm. if you will. Word. That's what's up. Um, and just songwriting. I'm going, like, a lot a lot more songs that I've songwritten for are going to be out. So mm. a lot of people are going to see that, oh, damn, this nigga pinned his worst time. It's mm. worst time, you know what I'm saying? Mm. But um, I'm really excited for my project, Anything But Rap. Um, it's probably going to come at the end of this month or early September. So I haven't decided, but um, yeah, bro, that's that's pretty much about it. Uh, and living life, bro, living right. life, and a- actually enjoying life. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, enjoying it. Yeah, a lot of people like myself back in the day were living it. You know, you know, mm-hmm. not really enjoying it, man. Yeah, just finding finding life just, is short. Yeah, and just trying to figure out what the fuck I'm gonna talk about next. Right. <laughs> that's really, <laughs> hey, that's all. You know. Word, man. Word, man. Well, salute to you, man. Like Appreciate I said, it. we 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 bring you on here on As of Late to not only just get to know you more as a man, mm-hmm. but to give you your flowers and you just do like a like I always say, man. This is what this show is about: is a time capsule of letting people know the history of Charlotte and giving um these artists here like yourself their flowers. Who's so been doing this thing for a minute, bro? Yeah. And so I I thank you for coming on the show. And I thank you for what you've done for the community, man, because you, you open a lot of doors and a lot of people's eyes that, mm-hmm. you know, cats can do this out here. I want to thank, so. thank Charlotte, bro, like straight up. Like I wouldn't, be, I wouldn't be who I am. I wouldn't be this person if, it, if I had not grown up here. So, or, you know what I'm saying? Like as much as, you know, I'd like to be thanked, I also want to give thanks, you know, to the or, city that, that made me who I am. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because like I say, Ain't nothing like a nigga from the foe, for real. Like, <laughs> straight up, bro. Yeah. We a different Facts. breed, bro. Different breed out here, man. Straight up. Yeah, man. This is As of Late. Thanks for listening to As of Late Podcast. Be sure to follow us on Spotify. Subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts. You can listen to As of Late Podcast on both of those. You can also listen to As of Late Podcast on Anchor.fm and Google Podcasts.